Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In the last two episodes, I've been talking with Francis B., the founder and managing director of Eleven International. From cross-cultural marketing to his agency's approach to work, we've discussed it all in the previous episodes. Today, we'll talk about how effective PR and influencer marketing really are to grow your business. Um, so... Like when we talk about how important is like public relations when it comes to digital communication, because you obviously, you know, were, uh, you were a journalist in the past um, and you've done a lot of stuff in regards to PR. You've seen both sides of it now. Um, like what is like, how important is it? Like when it comes to PR, I mean, is that, is that the major piece when it comes to digital communication? Um, you know, to be honest, I would say, uh, and to be honest, I'm always uh, pretty straightforward with my clients. PR is um, something that you need but not everybody is prepared for. <laughs> That's the best way to put it because, you know, you're spending money into a thing that isn't necessarily, at least when, you know, like the U S press is concerned, you can't really guarantee results. And that's a really hard, yeah. you know, it's um, for, for PR, uh, even though it's sort of top of funnel, technically speaking, if you look at sort of the marketing or sales funnel, um, mm -hmm. you know, they treat it as sort of bottom of the funnel uh, marketing activities. Obviously there are strategies to kind of implement, you know, bottom of funnel results, um, like, you know, drive direct sales, but, you know, it doesn't quite apply um, the way it would in China to use sort of the um, U.S. And so, um, you know, it, it builds a brand, you know, people need to kind of build that trust, uh, credibility with third party sort of objective um, sources of information to be sort of sold on, you know, on that company because, you uh, you know, for example, I, I, the company that I was mentioning that was launching the battery pack, uh, sorry, the battery charger, you know, frankly speaking, their product is everywhere uh, locally. <laughs> but the problem is that nobody actually knows who it's from. So they just think of it as just some like cheap, um, uh, cheap accessories, hardware brand. Uh... But there's actually a brand behind it. It's just they haven't been really um, willing to kind of communicate that because, you know, some of the apprehension is what's my ROI. And obviously this is a question that I'm sure, you know, you would get, um, based in sort of like, uh, the U S for example, um, with U S clients as well. So we've worked with uh, some in Silicon Valley, but, um, you know, a lot of these companies based in China, they, they think really of everything almost as sort of a bottom, bottom of the funnel activity. So it's like, what's my direct ROI? If I spend $1 on PR, what does yeah. that get me? Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it's, you know, there are ways to kind of talk around that, but it's not quite um, the most effective mindset. And for those companies that are sort of in that mindset and hard to change um, because, you know, you know, they just think, oh, you know, I have the best product in the world and people will want to talk about it. But obviously that's not going to be the case. Um, that's technically where we should come in. But, you know, if you're coming from that mindset, it's, it's uh, to some degree, you need some process of education. You, may, you need to kind of you know, whether it's in conversations with us, may, whether it's making mistakes with another agency, um, something needs to change. Um, and so uh, we, you know, that's also why to a large degree, we tend to be a bit more sort of selective with the companies that we work with. Like, uh, for example, a lot of companies in Beijing, they're actually very, um, very open-minded about, and, um, and more mature, I think, in terms of branding marketing and understanding the importance of PR. Um, whereas companies in like Shenzhen, they're, you know, a lot of factories right now, for example, they need to kind of, um, especially with everything that's happening in the world. Um, yeah. And so uh, you'll see a lot of them are right now trying to like what they're calling, trying to build their own brand. So they're not necessarily yeah. um, business itself, but you know, they're coming from a mindset of, you know, uh, 
like, you know, for every dollar I have to get, you know, X dollars back. So like um, a lot of the times for these companies, just online advertising through uh, media buying through like Facebook or Google, frankly speaking, in the beginning is the best. And then eventually they'll sort of come to a realization because uh, like you kind of hit a wall um, as to why sort of the brand is important. Um, and, you know, some, some companies are more equipped for that. And, and we've worked with some uh, based in Shenzhen um, that sort of have a bit more of a open mind and more of an understanding <clears throat> but you know there's a lot of companies out there that that sort of think very differently and so uh, we have to be a little bit uh, cautious yeah so i got a so you know we do influencer marketing stuff and so i think that's always the question with influencer marketing and kind of deal with that is like well i'm going to spend whatever 10 grand a month or whatever the number is and then what's my roi right that's always the roi is always the big question so and i know that you work with a lot of companies when it comes to like influencer marketing, you know, KOL initiatives, what, um, what advice would you give to companies that are looking to do like influencer marketing or KOL initiatives? Um, what would be your advice for them? Yeah. So I've seen the industry from my experience, I don't know what it's been like for you, but, um, I've seen sort of the, what we call the ROI, um, decrease significantly with sort of the high and uh, the top level influencers, uh, you know, like, you know, the, the big guys in like, for instance, like the review reviewers or big tech um, reviewers. Um, and so um, as a result, uh, we've seen, um, you know, even spending like $40,000. I remember one of my clients was really wanted to work with this one uh, KOL. They spent $40,000 on the video <laughs> and it delivered zero sales. Oh. literally zero <laughs> that they were they were they were not happy and, i mean obviously they learned a lesson so so sort of um what happened then is uh since then they've been working with sort of a high volume of uh mid-sized and sort uh smaller influencers as a result um and sort of had put less of a um reliance on uh these mm-hmm. sort of like larger youtubers one cam- one person one campaign one thing <laughs> praying that it works yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of what we've seen, but I, I don't know uh, what the experience has been for, for you. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, that's similar. The, oh, okay, yeah. So it's, it's, it's I think the, the value of the influencers um, for those large guys um, in terms of like engagement has definitely dropped quite a bit since, you know, since things have started. And, you know, the the larger they get as well, they command a higher budget and it just, you know, seems seemingly just never stops increasing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the issue is that people, you know, you're working with influencers. I, I don't ever recommend that you just use one influencer, do one campaign and put your whole budget into it because it, you know, it's like, it, you're just rolling the dice and you just, and if it doesn't go well, it's terrible. And most of the time, see the influencer marketing, you know, six, five, six, seven years ago, potentially was that because people really didn't know what influencer marketing was. They're like, oh, this is my person I follow. I love them and they're recommending this. I should go after it. Now people are very keen to it. And, you know, you shouldn't, you know, it needs to be a campaign. It's not just one post, one thing and blow your budget on one person. You should diversify. You should have it over multiple people and see what works with each influencer. So I think hopefully brands are, brands, if you're listening, please don't just, you know, I don't, I don't care who it is, unless you just have a lot of money to spend and you just want to throw some money down, hey, rock on. But if you really want to be educated about it, it's not, you know, it's no different than what I always talk about, no different than PPC or SEO. Like you're not just going to go after just one thing. You're going to go after, you know, try multiple funnels. You're going to try different things. Same with influencers. You don't, you know, people come to me and go, I, I worked with one influencer on Instagram and just influencer marketing doesn't work. And I'm like, 
you know, there's like millions of influencers and, and that's not the only platform. Like there's other platforms. You know, so it's this kind of weird thing of, you know, people just assume that, you know, I tried it once and it didn't work. And it's like, that's not, I tried to go after one keyword. I, I, ad, I did one ad on Facebook. Well, that's okay. That's great. What about the other 10,000 ideas and ads you should be putting up? You know, you just got to diversify a little bit, but so tell us a little bit about the future, man. Like, what are you guys going to be doing in, at 11 International? Like, what is, what's the, what's the future? You guys obviously have some awesome clients when it comes to, you know, all the cool stuff, AI and, and you know, uh, machine learning and all the cool stuff. So what does the future hold for you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think uh, a lot of things uh, in China have kind of gone back to normal. So um, it is the way I see it, sort of an opportunity for us to kind of actually build our own brand as well, <laughs> which yeah. is, I guess, to some degree why I'm sort of starting off with like this podcast and uh, looking forward to doing other things. Um, but, you know, we've, we've had technology sort of as the bread and butter of um, the types of clients that we work with. Um, and at the same time, though, we're kind of experimenting with lifestyle brands as well. Um, we, we've just done like um, a duvet <laughs> as well. Uh, they launched the product on Kickstarter. They're actually backed by a you know, prominent VC as well. But um, yeah, we're, we're looking for sort of uh, opportunities to grow um, and sort of take um, a chance, uh, you know, even despite during these times uh, for us to kind of like, you know, break out per se. Um, and take advantage of sort of the time and the opportunities that we have right now. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. I can't yeah. see what, I can't wait to see what you guys do, man. You guys have already done some awesome stuff. And I do think there's a lot of opportunity, especially, you know, you can work on your brand a little bit, right? Things slow down probably a little bit. And now it's like time to get back out there, man. So to, to get back to work. Oh, like for some reason though, building your own brand is hard. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, it so is. But that's why, that's why people need people to, like you to come in, right? Because it is hard. If, we, if not, we would just all build our own brand. Like even my brand, like I look at my brand and I don't cringe at what we've built, you know, because I think it's good. But I look at it and I go, God, I just feel like it could be better. You know, it's just so hard when you're in the middle of it, you know. But that's why you have outside agencies that come in and say, listen, you're doing this good, but this over here, what you've been doing, you really got to switch this up, bud. And then you go, okay, that's why I'm paying you the big bucks because I don't see it. I'm in the middle of it. You know, that's why it's so important. Yeah. And I think at the same time <clears throat> for us, um, we're sort of recognizing that, you know, you know, kind of going back to the sort of the cross border thing um, that there is sort of increasing need or desire, especially with everything that's happening to work with uh, agencies that are, culturally mindful and understanding of sort of the, their, you know, current situation and able to kind of help guide them from a, you know, a point that can, you know, obviously help them build their company because, um, you know, there are a lot of companies that just don't understand, like for instance, certain businesses, like for instance, lifestyle, uh, live streaming, you know, live streaming in uh, China or actually Asia in general has a very different connotation from sort of the extremes that you might find in the US, you know, like there's mm -hmm. camming live streaming, but then there's also gaming, right? But in the in like Asia, live streaming is just thought of as an e commerce platform. <laughs> mm. And then at the same time, um, it's also thought of as a place where you can chat with like, you know, um, uh, young girls who are just like vlogging, or they're VJing, they're like DJing per se, they're just having mm. conversations with a lot of their customers. And there's huge business for this. The of product wouldn't necessarily apply to the US, right? Or to the rest of the world if they're building a brand because, you know, people may perceive that in a way that you didn't really intend it 
to perceive that. So these are sort of like the cultural and sort of these like cross-border issues that um, we, you know, we're coming in to solve because um, people realize that we have a really good understanding of these things that even, you know, we, we, we when we bid for uh, clients, we actually compete with agencies in the U.S. Uh, most of the time. So, um, so there's this sort of growing need and, and trend of um, working with agencies like ours um, due to these various reasons. Yeah. Well, it makes total sense, man. Once again, it's like, if you're going to go into a new market, into another country, like you, they have to have experience there. Like if they don't, I mean, great, you're great big in the U.S., but if you're going to another market, it's a totally different deal. And I think that's, yeah. that's why I was excited about having you on the podcast, because I think it's important for people to understand that if you're going to go international, make sure you know when you're going into another country, which, what you're going to be dealing with and how you're going to, your messaging and how you're going to be putting it out there. Because it's extremely important because, you know, you can go in and spend all kinds of money, mess things up and say something dumb. There's all kinds of great examples of that online. You know, you really have to, you have to be, you have, you have to know what you're doing. And I think it's important to, to talk to people first and have somebody in there that's going to help you better understand the process so you don't go in there and do anything dumb. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of U.S. companies that enter China. They actually do. And, you know, like a lot of lifestyle brands, they just think, oh, I'll, you know, dump a bunch of money. I'll hire uh, just some, you know, somebody who looks good uh, in terms of their credentials and kind of just, you know, things will work out for me. But it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. There's always a lot more moving pieces. Well, cool, man. So we're, we've, uh, all right, we got enough. We got uh, some good stuff about uh, 11 International. I'm excited about that. Excited about the future of you guys. So now I have, well, this is kind of our fun section of the podcast. This is where I ask you some questions that nothing too hard, you know, I mean, they're all stuff that you can answer. I'm kind of excited about this one. This is actually, there was one place, now I'm excited to hear your answer because you obviously are well seasoned when it comes to traveling. Um, what is one place that if you can go in the world for free that you could go? Now, this would be the COVID is out of the way, right? We're not worried about anything like that. Like one place in the world that you could go for free, where would that be? Huh. I don't know. I know you've been a lot of places. You're like, do I go back to that place? Do I go to a new place? I know. A lot of options. <laughs> to be honest, I would want to go back to Beijing right now. Would you? <laughs> oh, can, <laughs> yeah. Well, why can't you go back to Beijing? Is it just a, just a travel situation? Uh, yeah, due to the travel situation. Um, so I think they're starting to open up the borders again. But um, ah. I have a, even if you have like a work visa, for example, um, right now they are barring uh, new uh, certain people from certain countries, I guess right now, I think they opened it up to Europe, but um, I believe they just recently also opened up to everybody else. But um, yeah, so I'm kind of just keeping an eye out on that. Yeah. So I, maybe soon. Back, so. Yeah. So maybe you get back soon. So my next question is if you could, if you could have any superpower, what would that superpower be? I mean, I feel like you'd be Superman so you could fly back to Beijing because then you don't have to worry about anything. Right. But what would be another, what would be another superpower? Um, let me think. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe to, to read other people's minds. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I don't know why I almost said that. I don't know why I thought I was thinking if you, cause you know, what you would love to do is stay in the middle of two CEOs and read their mind and say, don't say that. Don't do that. Hold on a second. Like, you know, be able to stop them ahead of time. Like, no, 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 no. I know what you're about to do. It was like Mel yeah. Gibson. What was that movie where he would, all the women that went by and he could hear what they were, you know, hear what they were saying. Kind of the same deal of like, you know, no, 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 hold on. Let's wait. Don't wait, wait, you know, where you can kind of read people's mind. I love that. So this is, this is going to be our last question. So if you could have dinner dead or alive with three people and once again, this is any three people, who are the three people you'd have at your dinner table? Oh. I mean, obviously, other than me, because obviously, I know I would be the first person, I'm sure, for 
<laughs> just kidding. I don't expect to be at your table. <laughs> Three important people. How about that? You know, to be honest, uh, I, I think it just kind of depends on any given day for me because I mean, like I actually haven't really grown up with any idols per se. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I know people analyze Steve jobs or whatever. Um, you know, it, for me, I, I think of things a bit more practically. It's like, you know, like for instance, you asked me the question of what's next for 11 international. I would actually want to talk to maybe like Ogle, like, uh, you know, the founder of Ogilvy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A really good idea of how to like build the business. Cause I, I've been kind of like, you know, obviously there's like the normal marketing strategies that you can use, but you know, there's stuff maybe tailored for helping agencies grow and stuff like that, that I've been um, taking a look at as well. But, you know, surprisingly for PR agencies, no one wants to talk about PR agencies. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's actually a lot of resources for building startups, but not, yeah. but you seem to be kind of like missing. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, maybe, maybe you'll be that guy. Maybe you'll be that guy that will talk about the PR side of things. Who knows? Right. But yeah. So I mean, friends- at the end of the day, I a bit more, uh, practical i think so it's you know it kind of depends if if there are things that you know i'm sort of like struggling with you know those are sort of and i recognize that there are people that can potentially help me with that those are definitely things that i would want at that time yeah yeah take advantage of that hour two hour dinner and and learn some stuff right now that makes sense that makes total sense yeah. yeah 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 so francis b man this was awesome uh, this really was, man. We have 11 International, your company. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And if anybody wants to get in contact with you or reach out to you, how can they get in contact with you? Um, they can reach out to um, our website, which is um, actually the two numbers, one, one, and then dot international. There's no dot com. A lot of people get mixed up with this, but it's actually one, one, which is 11, dot international. I and thought it was a, creative. <laughs> I did. When I saw it, I said, that's awesome. Because I know most people think of the dot com, but when I said it, I said, this guy's creative, dude. 11 dot international. I like that. Yeah, no, people get confused, though. That, that's kind of like the caveat. People are like, wait, 11 dot international dot com? And I'm like, no, actually, um, it's actually just 11 international. <laughs> we're, we're the future. No more dot com, folks. We're, we're using some, some different, uh, different domain names. Awesome. And then people, what's, what about your email address? Anything fun like that? Or what about any social stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, um, my email is uh, Francis. So my first name, F-R-A-N-C-I-S at international. Awesome. Well, you guys, and if you guys like listening to the podcast today and you like what you hear, make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast. Francis, once again, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Before I signed off, I want to remind you guys that you can get in touch with my team at ShaneBarker.com if you want to leverage content marketing, SEO, influencer marketing, or social media marketing to grow your business. I'll be back with another interesting conversation soon. Stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast. Podcast.